go stupid, go crazy, go stupid, go crazy. Man, what an exciting end to week one. Welcome back to Villa Birds with your two hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. We're going to get right into it. We had a lot of action going on and also a lot of new faces, surprisingly. What did I say? What did I say? No, you were right. One I girl, mean, two boys. George is going home. When you're thinking about what production wants, you really just tap in. You really tap <laughs> into those predictions. <laughs> no, like, she is the production. Like, I don't know who's in you've got right now this season, but that was crazy. Yeah, I just hacked the mind frame. The mind frame? <laughs> that could <That's> work. Wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. Anyways, uh, hi, people. Let me give you this intro. No, <laughs> this recap. I was like, I've been to the intro, but if you want to do it again, all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you this recap. Guys, can you tell? Can you tell that I'm, you know, let me not. Anyways, okay. Hi. Wednesday. Anika. Let me tell you about what happened Wednesday, okay? Tell me. We had, okay, we had a, the aftermath, math of Zachariah coupling up with Catherine, an exciting development, a thrilling development, and Andre was left single. Boom, right in the fire pit in front of everybody, in front of Andre, Zachariah gets text. Date. On the terrace, or maybe not on the terrace, probably out back <laughs> where, they, <laughs> where they slaughter the Mallorcan pigs. I don't know. <laughs> they go on a date and they feed each other some little chocolate covered strawberries. And it's cute. It's cute vibe, little champagne vibe. Um, actually, no. Well, they always give them champagne. Next day, single Andre gets a text. Whitney has asked him out on a beach champagne date. We meet Whitney. She's 25. She's an entrepreneur. She makes wigs. She is so beautiful. So funny. I mean, she's great. They go on their date. It's a cute, it's a cute time. But Whitney's not here to fuck around. He says he's 21. And Whitney's like, <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> I'm not really gonna work for me. <laughs> Which, like, shout out, because I feel like so many of the girls will be like, you're 21, like, that's not going to work for me. And then they try to make it work anyways, and then they're like, shock, he's acting 21. That's the end of Wednesday. We get into Thursday. You know, everybody's met Whitney at this point, and we get into a little Love Island fire pit game, all right, called Ready, Sex, Go. Two couples compete to act out a sex position hello love island we are back and winner mm -hmm. gives a dare to another islander so i mean we all saw the preview so let's just like address the elephant in the room molly kisses zach Ooh. mitchell and tyreek as the islanders she's the most attracted to um zachariah then at one point returns the kiss Ooh. By saying, essentially, that he would sneaky link with Molly. Um, Tyreek chooses to kiss Ella as someone he wants to have a fun, or a 
long time with because it's Jess as someone he wants to have a fun time with. This comes right off the back of him friend zoning Jess, not confusing at all. Um, Mitchell mm-hmm. names Zach as his biggest rival. George has a three way kiss with Molly and Jess. Uh, and that's about it. I think Mitchell gets a little sneaky kiss with Ella saying she might turn his head, but like, who are you fooling, Queen? Nobody. <laughs> um, Molly admits that she enjoys the kiss with Zach, and Zach says the same thing. Then next day, we get a text new bombshell alert Sammy 22. Project manager, middle part, apparently 6'3". I was not seeing that 6'3". I was thinking maybe the 6. Where's the 3? I don't know. He takes Ella on a date where he's like, yeah, like, you know, dark brunettes. That's my type. And then immediately asked Molly and Jess on the following dates. Um, he yep. has a pretty good date with Molly, but nothing that I thought was, like, outstanding. And a pretty good date with Jess. Also, when Jess got the text, nobody could find the phone. I just want to bring up how hilarious that was. <laughs> <laughs> and cut to, you know, Mitchell bugging out about Molly on her date. Friday's episode, we have a Mitchell and Molly make it or break it chat at the top of the episode. So fucking awkward. Then we see Molly and Zach chatting. Then we see Molly and Sammy chatting. Then the next day, we see Molly and Sammy chatting. It's just a lot of Molly talking to everybody and playing the field, which I'm not really opposed to, but we'll get into. Um, We also, that evening, see Mitchell moping to everybody. Everybody, but specifically Jess, which I think is interesting to know. The next day, everybody's grafting, chatting, whatever, and we get a text recoupling tonight. Boy goes home, and the final recoupling stats are as follow Ella and Tyreek, Ruchi and Dre, Catherine and Zach, Molly and Mitchell, Jess and Sammy, Whitney and Medi. Which means George is our boy out. Bye bye, George. You know, some people shed tears for you. Somebody, some some people really aggressively okay. wiped those tears, those eyeballs. They were Why? fishing for tears. Fishing. No, there was the tears is what got me. I burst out laughing. I could not handle it. The fact that Ruchi was crying, Tyreek was crying, Mitch wiped his tears. I was like, this lasagna? Really? I don't And he called himself that. He called himself that. Here's the thing. I didn't see a tear. I didn't see a tear. I saw people wiping eyes. I didn't see a tear. And whatever. Honestly, outside of people pretending to cry, a very unemotional goodbye. He was like, I will never forget you guys. You will. You will. He was, <laughs> honestly, after he did the woe in those skinny jeans, I, it was done for me. Oh my god, the dancing. The dancing on his part was, uh, whatever. So I guess, like, before we get to the birdhouses, like, George's greatest moments real right now. Uh, yeah, I want to say <laughs> um, George's greatest moments a doing that horrendous whoa during the ready sex go challenge. Uh, <laughs> he also this 
past week, he compared himself to being a lasagna, which I completely died at because I just thought it was just so out of left pocket. Mm-hmm. I also laughed really hard at when Ruchi was like, oh, like, I didn't really think I was your type. And he his response was, oh, well, I, I don't really have a type. And it's like, no, you're just desperate, love. Like, we see right through it. Oh, like, my don't. God. That was a highlight. Like, she, in no other words, was like, I didn't know you were fucking with the POC like that. And he was like, really? Yeah. I am. And she was like, mm, it was giving more blondes. And he was like, no, no, no. Why would you think that? Yeah. Probably like, because, like, the first two days, you were like, my top two are Jess and Molly exclusively. And then you were hitting right. that speed run at the end with trying to get with Ruchi and fucking Whitney. That was wild at the end when Whitney was like, oh, maybe he's a girl. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. no. I'm I'm glad she got her shit together because I was worried for a minute. I was like, Whitney, no! I was like, dark horse. What are we? No, 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 no. We're just throwing. We're finding compliments where there are no compliments. Like, I don't no, think was, so, babe. <laughs> it was very interesting. Definitely the most... Here's the thing. I am impressed with how far he got. I'm surprised that he made it to the end of the first week. Like bare minimum. Bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> like we've seen people leave. We've seen people leave sooner. Like what I was feel it? Like, like the only time that's happened was when they like for no reason eliminated Sharik and Shannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharif. <laughs> Liam went home. And Shannon. That was a really, really weird thing. Like, I think they... There's some, people that have gone. Yeah, but he... Yeah, yeah. Fine. Like, okay, that's, you're right. It's you're an right, accomplishment you're right, you're right, you're right. for somebody I'm who hasn't made the end of the week. started out Fine. strong or in a couple that, you know, they actually tried in. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But let's get Good into stuff, these uh, birdhouses. Guys, our birdhouses are back already with the, with the force. Yeah. Which I, I like. That. I like when the birdhouses start early. I like that everyone is intermingling. But our yeah. first birdhouse is Andre, Whitney, mm-hmm. Medi, and Rucci. So I'm going to let you take it away. First of all, I am going to start with Andre and Whitney just because that's the first exposure to what we had into mm-hmm. developing this birdhouse. So as... You mentioned, right, like, Andre was left out in the cold. He was, like, feeling really defeated. And then out from the heavens comes Whitney with her banter. And just, honestly, her confidence is so empowering to me. I absolutely love it. I actually really love her as a member of the villa this early on. I love her. She's so cool. And I also love that she gives, like, Kind of, so I wrote down some like iconic things that she said that I think I should definitely share. But the fact that she said that she basically has been single since high school, like, okay, so she definitely has like standards. Mm-hmm. And then also the fact that she said that she's looking for somebody who has nice hands, like, goodbye. <laughs> then. She said her friends describe her as a bitch, which I was like, oh, my God. And it was because she's brutally honest. Yeah. And then the last thing was that 
in her kind of deviating away from Andre and more towards Medi, she literally just sat there and was like, what's your favorite thing about me? Like, she's so just, I can't. I love her so much. It's so funny. Like, I I need that kind of confidence so bad. And it was amazing to see. (laughs) She really is unabashed. Uh, when it comes to finding a pair, having fun in the villa, because, you know, not to say that I think everybody goes into the villa with a little bit of a game plan. And I don't think Whitney is like any different, but the way she's going into it is really refreshing. And I think that it's also rubbing off on the other girls because it's like, Mm. yeah, we're all here to find somebody, but like, we're not here to settle we're not here to be serious. Like, we're, nobody's done anything wrong. Like, let's just have fun, have a laugh, but also, like, have some open dialogue. Like, <laughs> when uh, Sammy popped into the villa and she was like, oh, like, when was your last relationship? And he was like, oh, eight months ago. And she was like, have you healed? And it's as easy as that. <laughs> it's as easy as saying something that you mean, that you want yeah. an answer to, but, like, in a lighthearted manner. So I just, I'm surprised it's taken this long to find such a charming, refreshing Islander. But I'm like, we're here yeah. now. And it's really setting the tone. I really love her. Um, And yeah, when it comes to the couples, like, I just loved how straight away she was like, Andre's too young for me. And even if I think he's attractive, yep. like, it's just not worth it. We're not on the same wavelength, blah, blah, blah. And she really gave everybody a shot. She really did. Yeah. And it landed her with Medi. And I feel like the way they con- like converse is just cute. It's fluid. It's like she brings the energy and he brings like the charm to it. And I, from their first conversation, I was like, this chemistry is surprising me, but I need more of it. And I think it's even what you and I predicted in our first impressions episode that Medi yep. kind of needs somebody like this to really open up and be himself. And he wants somebody who's going to be a go-getter and like a fire starter. And here she is. And Medi even said she could be the one. I mean, is it premature? Yes. But it's there. It's cute. I'm liking it. He's French. He's, he's French. French. If he's he doesn't know French. about love... <laughs> Who else will? I love it. They're great. I'm so happy that the transition for Whitney just made sense and she's not Mm -hmm. forcing it, which is something that I got a little worried about, but Mm -hmm. just because at this point, right, like you come in as a bombshell, like you have one of two things, either A, nobody fits your profile or whatever, and you're kind of forcing it, or B, the girls just completely exile you. And that's like the worst feeling, but definitely like this this season so far like there's no like two girl friendships right now Mm -hmm, like strong mm -hmm. strong ones aside from like when molly and ruchi were uh when molly was crying to ruchi but like the fact that they're all connected like they're all in the same bed together like none of them are excluded i just think that that's so powerful like finally we fucking have a girl group of all the girl islanders actually having this united front like they're all checking in with one another i thought it was so cute the way that they talk about the dates after the bombshells Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. kind of you know like oh my god yeah he makes like you sound so much more excited about him or like oh what did you think of your date like do you think of like the genuine interest and like the non-malicious intent is Mm -hmm. so nice to see this season so far even when 
Ella and Tyreek, like, were talking to Jess in the kitchen, like, Jess was, or, sorry, Ella was like, I feel like you're a little bit down, like, is everything okay? And Jess was very comfortable enough, even though, you know, she was going for Ella's man for a while, she was still comfortable enough to be like, yeah, like, you know, it's just kind of weird, like, on the outside, you know, I usually get more play, and it's kind of weird to see everybody in a couple already, and they were just really accepting of it even you know I, I have more qualms with the guys as I always do yeah always. as I always do but um I just think in general everybody's getting along really well it's not only giving me season five energy it's giving me season three energy where just everybody is kind of comfortable to speak their mind get along yeah mingle across like gender lines it's it's a comfortable vibe so far something else that's kind of giving a comfortable vibe so far is andre and ruchi i think these were slow burners and they're still slowly burning because i think andre you know kind of hitched his boat to Catherine a little too quickly yeah and i will say i think that's why he's agreeing with mitchell a little too candidly a little bit too much (laughs) he's like yeah uh you know he's kind of not telling Mitchell what he needs to hear but telling Mitchell what he wants to hear because he had wanted somebody to say that to him about Catherine and stuff but anyways I think he's kind of he's let that go and he hopefully him and Ruchi kind of started an organic like friendly relationship that's kind of grown a little bit more we're seeing them like every morning cuddling being cutesy everybody is trying to cupid them so it wasn't just something we saw in the previews it wasn't just a vibe that we caught from the introductory videos like it's they're clearly compatible he just needed to wake the fuck up and need a push from everybody to give it a shot um but do you think they'll last I think so, because Ruchi seems like she is actually picking up on his vibe very well. I know that she also is really good with her own boundaries. Like, when Andre was kind of healing from Catherine, like, you could see that she was being, like, mindful to make sure that she wasn't, like, the backup option, but rather, like, another... I don't want to say option for Andre, but like there was already a genuine interest there to start with. And even though it started with a friendship, I think they can blossom. Definitely. Even her speech was so cute. She was like, I can really, I can't wait to see where this journey will take me and stuff. So she's already thinking like future wise, like this Mm -hmm. is somebody who she can see herself with. Mm -hmm. I just think like two things. Number one, I don't know if somebody's going to come and like try to whisk Ruchi away, but I don't think she's going to be that easily influenced. I mean, look how she put George in his place. She was like, I don't think you were interested in me. Yeah, (laughs) but that wasn't like a sincere attempt. Yeah, I I think it it depends. I think time will tell, but I really love them together and I'm hoping that they continue to evolve. Yeah, I think my one concern is that even though I think that he's starting to grow a liking to her and feel this like soft, like slow burn with her. I also fear that she's just maybe not his type because I still, sometimes I feel like I'm watching and I'm still catching him like staring at Catherine or like, and maybe it's editing, maybe it's editing Mm. and they're just cutting to Andre when Catherine and Zach are together or at the recoupling ceremony and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's a little bit, he's still more attracted to Catherine and like, 
you know, if she were to, if, if things hadn't gone in Catherine's favor regarding Zachariah and mm-hmm. she had reapproached Andre, I feel like he kind of would give that more of his time than he'd give Ruchi. I just, you know, I don't know that maybe that's like negative thinking and I don't want to think that way, but there's something there where I'm just like, he's, he's liking her and he's giving her a shot, but like boys are very like, they, they put attraction Mm. over like a connection sometimes first and they'll mistake attraction for connection. When I think that like, I think there was attraction between him and Catherine, but I don't think there was a connection and it's, inverse with him and Ruchi like there's a connection and from that connection an attraction will grow but if he gets distracted because somebody more his type comes in then he could kind of fuck it up with Ruchi I agree with that and I know that he moves fast and when he moves fast he like clings onto things fast Mm -hmm. but I just I don't know I feel like I feel like that could happen and there is a possibility that it would but at the end of the day Ruchi's going to be there for him no matter what, up until she finds somebody better. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, up until she finds somebody better. So, that's like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, time will tell. Like, I hope they continue to evolve together. But just given how they're progressing, like, they can easily reverse and become friends and still have the same, like, Amber Anton saving at that recoupling mentality if it were to come down to that, you know? That that is true. That is true. Although Amber was never attracted to Andon. But we No, move, she wasn't. But we move. Um so our next couple is Tyreek, Ella, or F Birdhouse. Tyreek, Ella, and <laughs> Jess. So Jess is kind of loosely there. Our our poor single girl Jess. She's kind of in two birdhouses, but she's not really yeah. steady in either of them. I feel like, (laughs) I feel bad, you know, she's not, she doesn't really have any stakes in either of the birdhouses that she's in. Like, there's just no, there's no stock in Jess right now, as we stand. Nope. Um, Nope. I sucks. (laughs) She's really grown on me. She's so funny. I've been said I loved her, but you're fucking right. You were right that she's not going to find anybody that's, like, suited for her, and then maybe she'll just transition, like, naturally leave on week three, and now I'm fucking scared because you're freaking right, unless Sammy really kind of turns around and really kind of returns whatever affection there is. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say was two things. Number one, Jess is giving me Villa Mom. I was right. She's kind mm-hmm. of giving me Villa Mom. I feel like every time she's given a piece of advice or like has had instances where she like supports other Islanders and she's kind of there, which I think is cute. Second of all, um, this whole Tyreek thing, wild, wild to me. Yeah. I mean, he likes playing the field (laughs) and I think he definitely likes knowing that Jess is interested in him. He friend zoned her. Kind of, but then was like, but yeah. we can keep going, we can keep doing what we're doing, which is heavily Yeah, flirting. like, what? I think he just likes knowing that she's there and interested in him, and I liked a lot that she put her foot down and she was like, no, like, it's not going to be the same. Like, now we're friends, period. Right, And then he right. still shortly after made out with her in that game, which, the game is the game. The game is the game. I mean, the game's the game. 
that's fine. <laughs> but I actually, but... I have to disagree with you on the villa mom thing because I do, and I hear what you're saying. I do think she's imparted a lot of advice, but I also mm-hmm. think that, that a lot of that advice was to Mitchell. And I feel, oh, we'll get into yeah, it a little bit a more. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, that's not what I'm going to say. I feel like Mitchell was kind of cornering her and really like kind of twisting some of the things that was happening between him and Molly and putting it in Jess's head and kind of maybe not trying to turn Jess against Molly, but planting a seed so that Jess would be a girl who is in Mitchell's corner when it comes to Molly asking for advice while at the same time keeping Jess as a backup option. Like I'm, I don't know. We're already talking about it and it has to do with Jess. So I'll just get into it. But I feel like Mitchell was very much playing like, Oh, I don't have any other options in here. My boat's hooked to Molly. Like I'm all in and she's not reciprocating and blah, blah, blah. And coordinating Jess about this. And then kind of a literal, a little bit being like, if it was down to you and Molly, like based on how she's acting right now, like I would pick you like 10 times out of 10. I would pick you every time when it's like you wouldn't though, but he was planting that seed in her ear to be like, okay, Mitchell could be single tonight. Who's going to save Mitchell? And is that not in a way playing the field while he's also berating Molly for leaving her door open? That's fucking crazy, girl. I never thought about it that sinisterly, mischievously, like backhanded, calculatedly way. That's crazy. Can't a man just talk to talk? Okay, (laughs) no, but here's my thing. I just feel like sometimes... Sometimes we learn bad habits and we learn things that work, you know? Like, have you ever been in a situationship with a, or not a situationship, a situation period? <laughs> Hello, Gen Z dialogue. I was like, have you ever been in a situation where you're with your partner and you're like, you get a toxic thought, you get a toxic thought, and you're like, if I approached it like this, I could manipulate them. You know, do you know, this man, he played the field with three girls who, quote unquote, (laughs) he wasn't seeing, but they didn't know they were simultaneously seeing each other. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like even if it's not 100% conscious, I just Mm -hmm. feel the way he was cornering Jess was interesting. Because why didn't he, why, why weren't there other girls on his side? Like he tried to talk to Catherine and Catherine was like, I'm in your boat. And like, I'm acting chill, you know, like at one point the conversation stopped being with like everybody. And it started just being with the people that agreed with him. I mean, just for ego's sake, I feel like a lot of people on the show do that. Well, yeah, uh, because they only want to hear what they want to hear. No, you're right. I see and what it's you're saying in a way, yeah. but it's right. still there. I just think that's a whole other way of just thinking about the like inception of 
an idea of dangling himself as a prize in front of her, which is so wild. Um, but I don't even remember what my initial point was that brought us down to this very enlightening point. What I was going to say <laughs> to <Sorry>. this, though, <laughs> I don't know, not, you're fine. What I was going to say this about this, though, is just to close out Tyreek and Ella, is that they have kind of locked it in for now. Yes, um, yes. So with Jess kind of floating in the air, I don't think she's going to be in this birdhouse anymore. Like she's kind of exited. Like Ella's made her choice. Tyreek has also kind of shot down any sort of future prospect with Jess. So Mm -hmm. I'm very surprised at their partnering working out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at the end of this week. I'm so crazy. Um, You guys, I was actually watching. Sorry. Hold on. Give me one second. I was going to say, I was watching the final recoupling before Val and I started. And when Ella had said, oh, this man is just so thoughtful and so sweet. I told Val, I was like, I know she's not talking about Tyreek right now. And then she picked Tyreek. And I was like, what? So, uh, you know, all's well that ends well. She's like vibing with him now. They're good. Mm -hmm, They had a very mm -hmm. nice kiss. Uh, which I thought was really cute. The way that Ruchi had reacted to it as well was very cute. But yeah, aside from that, though, like, do you think there's a romantic spark there? I do think that there's something there. I, think I don't know a, if it's long term. Yeah, I think there's a like a spark chemistry. What there's some chemistry there. They're not my final four. That's what I'll no, say right now. No. I think they're cute. I just think that, like, they're giving friends, and she was excited for that bombshell date, and, you know, it didn't really go the way she was hoping, so she happily came back, was like, all right, whatever, like, it's what it is, um, but I feel like they're both still waiting for other people to come in, because at the end of the day, whether they (laughs) want to admit it or not, they have a past, they may or may not have hooked up. And that never led to anything else. And so I think there's there's a natural comfortability there, but I don't know if it's like long lasting because they already didn't give it a chance. So I think they're just waiting it out. Hopefully nobody gets too invested before their true pairings come in, but we can never, we can never really say for sure. It's giving me summer fling, just like this next couple is giving me summer fling. Like, yeah. Sam, Sammy and Jess, I, I have nothing to say about them. Yeah, this one was a disappointing one, because I really did think that he could grow something with Jess. It seems like they were having a good connection. Yeah. And I just, I don't really know what connection... There was I don't know either. him and Molly, like, in the hot tub. I do think that their connection has grown slightly since then. But off yeah. that initial date to kind of, like, change course to full steam Molly ahead, you know, I'm kind of like, hmm, I don't know. It seems like your conversation with Jess was better. But again, men, they go for the looks first. They go for the looks right. before they go for the personality. Right. Um, so yeah, nothing really to say because I don't even think he gave Sammy a fair or he gave Jess a fair shot the last two episodes. I don't think so either, but 
I'm hoping maybe next week we'll have more to say, but it was just like we had kind of predicted, right? Like the biggest token in the house or the, the person who gets the most attention now is this like blonde, bubbly girl in distress. And I feel like Molly's now at the center of that. So as we kind of ended the first week, our attention now has been more on like cuts of Molly, kind of navigating her future in being with Mitchell in the villa in the sense mm-hmm. that she didn't want to be held at this point um so what i guess opened up the can of worms was Catherine and zachariah right mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. in the villa he's with Catherine now he has a great connection with Catherine. he's even admitted that himself but he and molly shared two snogs at this point hardcore and, snogs oh for sure and then he was like feeling something slight so we're in our you know, fourth, I think, birdhouse now, Catherine, Zachariah, and Molly, where, again, I don't really know, like, Zach hasn't shut anything down with Molly, and it seems like Catherine, like, I don't know if they didn't show it enough, but she doesn't seem to be, like, heavily bothered by it. No, she doesn't. Because she gets it. I feel like, you know, she kind of accepts, like, what's for her is for her. And that's, again, a refreshing energy to see this season. I mean, you know, eventually we are going to get to the point where people are more invested in each other and this kind of bobbling around is going to inherently just get more hurtful for the Islanders. But for now, like, it's just refreshing to see the majority of the people be like, we are getting to know each other. We barely know each other you know, I'm not going to take it that personally. Like, it's not that big of a, of a deal. Now, that being said, I don't know if they just cut down Catherine's screen time because there was just more drama happening with Molly because she just had more men at her feet this, this last run of episodes. <laughs> but right. I feel like Catherine being so unbothered, it tells me that maybe her and Zachariah were talking a little bit more than we were shown. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Because even though they don't know each other and stuff like that, if he had gone from, like, full-on, I'm so interested, blah, 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 to dead cold, like, not really talking to her, not saying much to her, I think regardless if she wasn't invested or not, it would have been weird and off-putting if she would have said something like that, something about it, and she never did. So I think, you know, people online who are, kind of freaking out that Zachariah just completely forgot about Catherine. I just think we're not seeing their conversations as much right now because ITV has decided to focus more on Molly's drama. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think in the parts that we did see, like Zach didn't like cut it off with Catherine. Like there wasn't any sort of instant animosity. Like that's what I'm saying. and and it was just I'm just like agreeing with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, what's the big deal? Like I thought it was a very mature way to kind of handle the situation. I feel like all the islanders are killing it right now and kind mm-hmm. of understanding boundaries and like what their place is. So I don't know. I will tell you though, I love Catherine and Zachariah together. I love their like connection, the banter. Like when Zach was like, you're going to be taking care of the bugs around here. They're so big. (laughs) Like Catherine, like that was such a cute conversation and such an ideal way to like 
start opening up and connecting. And I just thought that was nice to see. I'm just such a softy. So I <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely I like their connection. And I, I thought it was like, pretty natural from the start, just like the physicality and everything of it and the flow of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It just felt like they really were on the same wavelength. Um, but, you know, we've touched on it. So we might as well just go full throttle. Like, what do we think about Zachariah and Molly in terms of their connection? It makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we could not have gotten a bombshell who did not like her. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like, like, hey, let's be honest, all right? She's got body yada yada. The body she- is really... When I clocked that body, because I don't think I clocked yeah. that body fully day one, day two. When I clocked Me that neither. body for the hot tub, I was like, oh, oh yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's got it. body, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all. Second of all, the personality, I'm not going to kid you. It's definitely like a nine. Nine for uh, me. Okay, I love fine. it. I thought I thought she was gonna be a, a villa crier, which to be she honest, is. she has been the she first is. person. Yeah, she has been the first person to start crying. But I will We're say, on I find it very entertaining. So yeah, I told you she'd be the town crier. Like, all right, okay, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> but I will say, like, it makes sense to me why Zachariah would be attracted to someone like her, just because of her personality and also the fact that she is gorgeous. I mean. Mm-hmm. I think Catherine's prettier than her, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. But yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't that happen? Why wouldn't that work? It seemed like it did. They have good kind of back and forth together. Um, but I think Zach was valid. He was like, "Look, like you never indicated. Like I never knew you were open to talking. Mm-hmm. And maybe if she did, like maybe the couples would be different. Who knows? But I think for right yeah. now, though." So here's my thing, like, I definitely get why they're attracted to each other. And, like, he said he would, you know, he kissed her under the premise of, like, who he would sneaky link with. Which is just, like, you know, based off of attraction. And the kiss gave more than he thought it would give for both of them, whatever. And I think they put a lot of weight on that kiss. Because in Friday night's up tonight's episode, we saw them have a little talk after her big talk with Mitchell. She was like, yeah, I right. just want to have, like, a normal conversation with you. I just want to be myself. Like, I don't want to worry about hurting somebody. Like, I just want to have a normal conversation. And, like, I thought their conversation was good. Like, I thought it was good that she was more comfortable talking to him than Mitchell. But was that in a romantic sense? Like, I don't think so. Like, when I was watching that conversation, I was like, okay, it's giving more, like, you're leaning on your friend or, like, you know, a brotherly persona to give you some advice. Not necessarily, right. like, Oh, there's something romantic here. And yeah, so once I, agree I saw that. that conversation, I was just like, oh, like maybe it might be down to Mitchell or Sammy, but I think the Zachariah thing is just, it's, it's getting Fizzle. blown out. It's getting blown out. Yeah. yeah. But that leads us to Molly, Mitchell, and Sammy. I mean, I still can't believe the recoupling. I can't believe she she stuck with the safe choice. Yeah. Here's my thing. I was really, and I've seen a lot of kind of like animosity towards Molly online. Mm-hmm. A lot of people saying she's like Lucy. Which I don't think that's justified. I don't think that's justified because to say that, you would have to say that Molly is 
a pick me. She throws the other girls under the bus. She's not a girl's girl. She's a conservative. Stuff like that. And we just don't know about Molly that well. Like we don't know those factors of her persona. What we've seen, I don't think that's the case. And also because I feel like Lucy was never honest with herself. She was upset that Joe was being too full on while at the same time saying she liked Joe and the whole time she really liked Tommy and she didn't give Tommy a chance. And like the way it's set up right now, I can see, I can see why people are prematurely calling Molly Lucy. But I think this is just a person who came here to play the field, to experience the Love Island environment and find her right match. And she thought she matched well, but she actually didn't match with somebody who shared her philosophy when it came to the experience. And I feel like Mitchell has kind of pushed her to this um, emotional place where she's feeling overwhelmed because he's kind of putting this guilt on her, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know. What do you think? I think the guilt is so unjustified. That doesn't make any fucking sense. It's not my fault that you fell head over heels for me and I didn't do the same for you. Um, not everybody is going to be like the same exact person, but I will say when you know, you know. And yeah. if Mitchell feels like he knows in his heart, then that shouldn't affect how he's kind of like being I don't want to say protective but like controlling over somebody yeah. else's emotions like mm -hmm. you can't expect them to feel the same way that you do like immediately at mm -hmm. least like I think it's definitely giving me an insight into you know it's giving me an insight into one of our former favorite couples one that you started out hating and then they gave us one of the most iconic dialogues of all time with it's not giving. Named. It's not giving that. It's not. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's no, not giving let that. me stop. <laughs> it was. It was. It was starting to. Sorry, hold on. I'm not done. It was starting <laughs> to give. It was. <laughs> if you say Andrew and Tasha, I'll, like I will take you out back to where they took Catherine and Zachariah on it that was, date. <laughs> <laughs> it was starting to give. It was starting to give that. But I'm but saying the only yeah. reason why it's different. The only reason why it's different to me is because, A, Molly and Mitchell, I feel like are better suited to one another. And that Mitchell's emotions, I feel, are not as, like, he's he's not susceptible to, like, other people's opinions. Like, I feel like Andrew, like, picked up other people's opinions really quickly and then used that to hold against Tasha. Whereas Mitchell's like, you know what, this is how I'm feeling. And then he ignores everybody who disagrees with him and then goes on with his own thoughts. No, this and is giving, if, if Tasha and Luca had made the mistake of pairing up, that's what this is giving. <laughs> because here's the thing. But he's not... But, but he's, he's not, like, he's, bullying her. No, not yet. <laughs> and also, I like, well, well, listen, listen, listen. We agree. Or we disagree. That's, like, what this show is. So, like, whatever. Your opinion is your opinion. I feel like, however, the thing with Andrew and Tasha, and the reason people are so frustrated in a similar sense that they're frustrated now, is that, you know, Tasha was playing the field. But... Tasha was playing the field over the course of three weeks 
over the mm. course of even going to Casa more, while also telling Andrew he was the only one, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm going to play the field, but, like, I feel very strongly for you. Like, really being heavy-handed with the romantic and emotional language that they were using in the conver- in their conversations. While Andrew was, like, you know, having these conversations with Tasha, but then fairly getting told, hey, just so you know, like, everything she said to you, she said to me on this date. And so that's what, and like Andrew could only hold out so long. Andrew could only have enough confidence in the relationship for so long until he went to Casa more and, you know, she wasn't there. So shit went downhill. Whereas like Mitchell is just so like, Molly, I have, from what I've seen, has not sold Mitchell a dream the way Tasha sold Andrew a dream. Right, right. And so I agree. I see that's that. why I'm confused at the like, okay, she hasn't sold you a dream. And yet you are sitting there being so like full on finding anybody who's going to like agree with you to be in your corner. And also kind of patronize her. Like he was sitting there in that conversation being like, I don't know if it's because you're younger or like you're scared of this commitment. Oh there yeah. There hasn't been a commitment yeah. yet to make. Like if she was here like, I like you, but I'm scared, then he'd be like, Yeah, like you know, maybe you're afraid to make a commitment. I just want to make you feel comfortable. None of that was said. He was just like, You're you're younger, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I it was definitely like, like his I'm his ego you. was hurt and you could definitely sense that, that in that conversation. I you know? do I think that he's in the right? No. Do I think she's in the right? No. Oh, yeah. Do I think that this is all like No, I just mean like her being I think she's just but I don't think she's, she's living like wrong. a lot more and that's the difference. um like like our, importance on it. Like I don't think she had to cry about it. I don't think it's like that big of a situation. I think it's like hold true in yourself and like make sure that you're like vocalizing your needs. Cause if not, then this is what happens, you know? Yeah. I just think she's young and she does hold what people think of her very closely. And so instead of realizing that like he's doing too much and is putting this guilt on her and it's not worth it. She's like, well, I've hurt him. Therefore I must be wrong. Therefore I'm overwhelmed and emotional. And listen, Whitney, yeah, told, Whitney but, told her correctly, like, what have you done? You haven't done any different than the rest of us. Right. So what have you done? Nothing. I just don't think that I felt bad for her. Like, the reason why I'm saying is I don't think that mm-hmm. she's um, she's in the I don't remember what I said. But what I'm trying to say is, like, I don't I feel bad for her because she's taking this so big to heart. But I think mm-hmm. people are forgetting this is the fucking first week. This is like the fifth day you've known this person. And it doesn't have to hold that much weight. So there's no yeah. need to have this kind of like overprotective territorial shit and then making the other person feel bad for yeah. not meeting you the same way. Like, sorry, I didn't yeah. fucking fall in love with you in five days. That doesn't make and any sense. But also I think like that guilt just led her to pick Mitchell. Because I did think yeah. her and Sammy were kind of vibing. Even if I was like, you said you and Mitchell were like, or Sammy said that him and Molly were the same person and Mitchell said the same thing. I think she's just a very agreeable person. <laughs> but that being said, like she, even if it wasn't like her heart wasn't fully set on Sammy, it didn't have to be. I think she deserved to pick him just to put some some space 
and leave some breathing right. room between her and Mitchell. But she did do no, that. No, I so agree. We're in for another I- messy week from Mitchell. I'm just gearing up for this like freaking showdown that's going to happen in a couple of weeks between them two if they don't kind of resolve and Mitchell doesn't take it easy with Mm -hmm. the new bombshell that's now here and actively may or may not try to pursue Molly further. But with that, we are still into a great season ahead of us. I'm so excited to see what comes next and hopefully just find someone for herself in the film. So, if you guys want to slide in our DMs and talk more, or if you miss us when we're not posting, feel free to find us on Instagram, at VillaBirds. Find us on TikTok, at VillaBirds. We are omnipresent on all of our socials. Feel free to DM us. Tag us in a selfie if you're listening to us. I don't know. Do something fun. (laughs) We'll catch you next week. Love you and goodbye.